Welcome to the Breckenridge Market Update. I'm Eric Haas, a Portfolio Manager, and I'm joined by Sarah Chanda, a fellow Portfolio Manager. So we've had a strong start to the year in 2019 in fixed income markets, and it's really been a continuation of what we saw in 2018, or at least in the, past, the last quarter of the year. So this month, we'd like to discuss the strong returns that we've seen in the muni market, positioning, and how that impacts relative value. That's right. So looking at positive performance over the course of 2018, actually, Fixed income munis were one of the best performing sectors. Looking at the broad index as an indicator, it was up just about 1.3%, and the ag was actually flat uh, for the year. And that trend has actually continued into 2019. Looking at the broad index right now for the month of January, it's up about 76 basis points or so. Uh, we've had three consecutive months of positive performance. And, and over the last three months, the broad index has been up just over about 3% on a cumulative basis. So one thing like we'd like to point out is we've had very strong returns, but it's important to remember that periods of returns like this are not necessarily the norm in the, in the high-quality fixed income space. We had a huge flight to quality in the fourth quarter that drove rates a lot lower. So really what that does is it affects your capital appreciation part of your total return equation. So it's not the income-based returns we would expect, and we could see some reversion in the future if rates do back up. So one thing we think about is, is how do we prepare for situations like this? Our investment committee determines duration targets, curve positioning, and credit and sector allocation. And they consistently monitor macro trends as, as well as market-specific factors in order to make these determinations. That's right. And so some of the things we think about when, kind of the reaction we'd have when we see dislocations in the market, we really need to reassess our current opinions and determine if we modifications really need to be made with our current strategies. And despite the recent volatility that we've seen, we've actually made no change to our base case uh, for Fed funds. And we do expect uh, still one mid-year hike in 2019. You may ask why that is. Our outlook really balances strong data that we've been seeing on the GDP side, above trend uh, growth there, uh, low unemployment, uh, contained inflation, but with some macro challenges as headwinds that may include China, uh, European elections, trade tensions, and political gridlock, um, to, just to name a few. But we do ultimately think that strong GDP and labor markets will keep the Fed on target to hike, albeit at a slower pace. So overall, uh, across our strategies, we're essentially duration neutral. That's right. So right now, we really don't have a strong conviction to move off of that at this juncture. So again, continue with, with a neutral bias on the duration side. At Breckenridge, we continue to have a diversified maturity structure and a higher quality bias. Right, and I'd say right now that's probably a good thing, uh, given the fact that we're still in the late stages of the credit cycle. Uh, spreads have remained very tight. And really, as a result of that, we're really selling into some of the strength that we've seen in the market, taking advantage of really upgrading our credit quality across the portfolios. So when the investment committee gets together, one of the factors they look at and one of the metrics would be the yields and ratios. So, you know, the ratio is how we compare a AAA municipal bond yield to a similar maturity U.S. Treasury yield. And that just gives us some relative value between the tax exempt and the taxable markets. Right now, ratios are pretty low. Actually, that's right. Ratios in the 10-year spot fell below 80%, which is actually a multi-year low. And at this juncture, we've actually opted to stand pat and not really shorten our duration at all, because we do think that ratios um, will remain at the lower end of the range over time, uh, really due to the fact that investors that seek tax-exempt income will continue to do so, really into 2019 in light of tax reform. So essentially, the way we view it is that in the part of the curve that we're primarily focused on, where we invest our capital, ratios should be range-bound. But we could see the long-end ratios could see some pressure in the future due to some supply dynamics, right? That's right. So the last couple of years, really, supply has 
been driven by refunding deals in the market. Um, that's actually shifted now because in light of tax reform, advanced refunding deals are no longer allowed. So now new money issuance is actually taking hold and really driving supply. Um, and as a result of that, that tends to be bonds that are dated in the longer part of the market. We've had a you know strong buyer base in the form of banks, but again, with tax reform and their rates dropping lower, they are more net sellers now. Another thing that the investment committee looks at is just credit spreads in general. So you look at where we are in, in, in the past 10 or so years, uh, spreads are the tightest that they've been. So if you think about the double A portion of the curve, whereas, uh, again, where we spend a lot of money and put a lot of capital to work, uh, that spread's gone from around 13 basis points to the triple A municipal scale to six. So we've tightened by seven basis points. And that's also worked its way down to the triple B or lower credit portion of the, of the market, where that's gone from around 117 basis points and spread to 76. So tightening significantly from where we were. But credit spreads could widen, and several factors we consider would be, you know, being in the late stages of the credit cycle, we see some fundamentals weaken over time. And again, as we mentioned earlier with supply dynamics, we've talked about, you know, in the past infrastructure spending, whether that may actually come to light or not, that could obviously impact spreads as well. So on the ratio front, again, we've had a large rally over the last three months. And in that period of time, we've seen that five-year ratio drop down from 77% to 73%. So ultimately what that means is that tax-exempt municipal bonds are now less attractive relative to taxables. Uh, in the taxable world, we look at treasuries and taxable muni as opportunities to cross over in our portfolios. Right. And just for folks in the field, just as a definition of taxable municipals, they're really just municipal bonds, which are generally issued to finance a project or activity that really does not provide a major benefit to the public. Therefore, the federal government doesn't allow their income to be tax exempt. What they represent is about you know 10% of the overall municipal market. We do buy them in our taxable strategies as part of our overall asset allocation and also as crossover opportunities in our tax efficient strategies. And taxable immunities in general, I mean, they are government securities more on the local side than on the federal side, like a U.S. Treasury. Um, so we, we like them because of a few reasons. One particularly is that they provide more spread than a Treasury. So right now, if you're looking at uh, the three-year part of the curve, you're able to pick up an additional, call it 30 to 35 basis points by buying a AA-rated taxable immunity relative to a AAA-rated Treasury. Uh, additionally, uh, these are the same names that our analysts cover on the tax-exempt side. So we're able to leverage uh, all the work that we're doing there in order to find opportunities in that market. They really do have similar risk drivers as the tax-exempt immunities that we look at. And really for our taxable product, they are less correlated to other asset classes that we're purchasing, so it does provide a nice counterbalance. We hope folks in the field found this information informative, and if you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you at cr at Thanks.